0: What's going on, Brad? Here, welcome to the Lemansky Show, and God bless you. And I hope you're having an awesome day. And today we're going to talk about identity. Now, this is a very special topic for me to talk about because identity is one of the things, or well, identity and purpose, are the two things I lost when I went through my past of depression and identity is one of those things when you lose track of that and you can't find or you and know who you are it's one of the most devastating things because you have no direction you have no path on where you're going in your life and there's nothing worse than not knowing who you are and what you stand for and how you can contribute and help others in your life and not just yourself so identity is a very important Uh, topic we're going to discuss here and it's very special to me and not just special to me but it's it's also special to share with you because I know that there's quite a few of you out there who are struggling with this part in your life and those of you who are depressed I know that maybe not all all of you that are depressed struggle with identity but there's a good majority of you that do and this is for you. And if you're not depressed, if you're going through something else, uh, if, if you're not suffering through depression and you're suffering through something else and identity is one of the crisis that is going on in your life, this is for you. So whatever you're going through in your life, if identity is one of the things you're struggling with, then this is for you. So identity is... It's... The strongest force in the human personality. And it's the need to stay consistent with how you define yourself. Your identity shapes your choices. So everything, every choice you make, every decision you do, every decision you make for yourself, every choice you make for yourself is always attached to your identity. Because it's who you are. And you make these choices based on who you are as a person. What you stand for. And with identity, you only get lasting change when you shift how you perceive yourself. So let me repeat that again. You only get last and change when you shift how you perceive yourself. That is very important. It's not how anybody else perceives you. It's not what anybody else thinks about you. It's how you perceive yourself. This is one of the, I'm going to mention a lot of key points in here. And, you know, this is one of them that you, you know, if you have a pen and piece of paper, write this one down because this one out of everything I'm talking about is one of the most important things. The only way to make a shift in your life, if you're dealing with identity is you to get last and change, you need to shift how you perceive yourself now your identity determines what you look for and what you find because whoever you are whatever you stand for that's going to make a big difference on what you're looking for what you seek and what you don't seek and whatever you look for you're going to find and whatever you don't look for you're not going to find So your identity is defined by who you believe you are and who you believe you are not. We don't do what we can. We do what we believe we are. Your decisions are solely controlled by your identity. Your decisions are controlled by your identity. Because again, every single thing that you do, your decisions, the choices you make, your emotions, all this your beliefs, beliefs is another big thing. Beliefs plays a huge role in this. And whoever you are, whoever your identity is, who whoever you are is going to determine how you hold yourself with a person, and it's going to determine what decisions you make, what choices you make, what beliefs you make, what story you tell yourself explaining why your life is the way it is. And if you have lost your identity, it's very hard to, you know, go on a direction, go on a path where, you know, you don't know if you're on the right path. It's very hard to do that if you lost your identity. So a question I want to ask you is when did you define yourself? Because a lot of people define themselves and they're like, you know, I define myself as this or this or this and that's it. That's just who I am. Is it really? Ask yourself. Because because if you if you ask yourself that question, that's a belief. So what the question I said is, when did you define yourself? Did you really define yourself as someone? Is that who you really are? And that's a belief. Is, could that be a misinterpretation? Do you really have all the possible information that you could possibly have to know that how you define yourself, that is the way you are and you just can't change it? If that's what you're thinking. Just understand that if you're struggling right now with identity, it's, it's, this is not who you are. This is who you have become. It's who you have become, but it's not who you really are. Who you really are is the person that's going to strive to that next level. That's the real you. That's the real you that's going to storm through anything in life. And any challenges that hit you, any obstacles, you're going to storm right through it. That's the person I believe you are. But you got to ask yourself, who are you? When did you define yourself and, you have, and is that true? Is that belief true? And ask yourself, who are you? And also, with identity, there's a story. So, whenever the point in time where you defined yourself and you stuck with that, and obviously, that definition of how you defined yourself is obviously not serving you, then it's because you're telling yourself a story it's 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 a story that's not serving you a story i like to call the core story it's a story explaining why your life is the way it is and you just run that story over and over and over and over and when you run a story like that story is one of the biggest things a story is your belief and that's the biggest thing that will sustain a problem it will always sustain the problem if the story is not fixed so the story that you keep telling yourself of why things are the way they are. Ask yourself: Is it true? What if you attach a different meaning to it? What if you focus on something else? What if you make a radical shift in your physiology? You sit up straight, shoulders back. You make a rad- radical shift in your in your physiology, and you make a move in whatever it is. Change that. Change your shock your nervous system. What are you going to focus on? Change the meaning of your story. Does this mean that what you're going through is is the end or the beginning? You can always change the meaning. Always. And what you focus on is what you get. And where you place your attention is where you place your energy. And that's huge with focus. Your story begins with who you believe you are and therefore how you are going to live your life so the story is one of those things that you have to really replay in your head and you have to figure out okay is this who i really am or am i just or this who i have become and i'm just playing this identity for some particular reason, you know, something happened in my life and I just, this is who I thought I was, but it's not who I am. Change the story. You change the story that you tell yourself of why your life is the way it is. Change it to a more empowering story. Change your story, change your life. Now, a lot of us, we, we have identity crisis and you may be going through an identity crisis right now. And which means you don't know who you are. And that's why you create so many labels for yourself. It's not that there's anything wrong with labels, but you got to be very careful with labels. Labels is a way of identifying you as, you know, a, as something like a word to describe what you're going through. And that, it's not that there's anything wrong with that, but if you define yourself by too many labels, then that's going to be, that's going to, that's who you're going to become. That's going to be your identity. So you have to be careful of that. So a lot of us, we have multiple identities. The secret is to find identities that lift you to follow through. Very, very important on that. Now with identity, there's things that connect to identity, which I actually already mentioned them. And... It'll probably ring your bell once I go over So what we're going to go over is called the triad. And basically, what the triad is, is all behaviors, including emotions, are made up of three working parts. And the three working parts are the three molders of meaning. And like I said, I I had already mentioned on three molders of meaning, which are focus, or you can call it mental focus physiology, language and meaning. Language and meaning go together. Because language and meaning are very, you know, whatever language you use, words you use, that creates your meaning. So those two go together. And then in the middle, you got the state, state of mind. Okay. So your state controls your mental and emotional state that you're in right now. And where you live with your life, the quality of your life is where you live emotionally. So physiology rewires your body. Physiology is very important because physiology is not something that a lot of people have a different approach to things, but whether whether you know it or not, physiology is very important. How you move your body has a lot to do with the emotions you feel, actions you take, the words you use, whether you feel empowering, disempowering, your physiology is, is, is huge. And it rewires your body. You use your body differently to get a different result. It shocks the nervous system. So that that's one of the, the three molders of meaning. Okay? That, that, that's number one, which is what well, we just went over state, and then we have physiology okay and then focus equals the feeling so whatever you focus on you're going to feel even if it's not true and the same thing with the story the story you tell yourself over and over and over whether it's true or not it's going to become a belief and again that belief will will that will stick and whether it's true or not so you want to focus on what you want. A lot, a lot of people, they focus on what they don't want. So if you're focusing on everything that you don't want, just make a very simple shift and just focus on what you want. Because, in, because if you just focus on what you don't want, is, is there anywhere in there where you're actually even telling me what you do want? And I get it. It's because you know you're going through a rough time and everything. You just can't catch a break, and and you know you you just you know you're telling me and you're telling yourself, you know, I don't want this, I don't want that, I don't want that. But the thing of it is, when you keep telling yourself that, you're it, it clicks in your mind and your brain, and 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 it's just negativity, and you're gonna feed your mind and brain that negativity with those words that are coming out of your mouth like that, you know. And that's what I I realize too. So you have to feed your mind and brain more empowering words. And instead of instead of focusing on what you don't want, just focus on what you do want. Because if you just focus on what you do want, then you will be able to take massive action and you will be able to overcome the problem that you're having a lot quicker. Focus goes at, like I said before, focus goes where energy flows. Where you place your attention is where you place your energy. You want to focus on what you do want. And everybody has taken risk. you know you, you you take a risk to get where you are now. You take intelligent risk. Life's always about risk and and stepping into the unknown, uncertainty that's how you create change. So is it a risk absolutely. Now most of us stay in in the level of certainty because it's comfortable. It's your comfort zone and you already know what's going to happen. Now having certainty is is a good thing, but again, certainty is your ability to avoid pain and gain pleasure. And you you want to know and be certain that what the outcome is going to be of something. But uncertainty is is how you change. That's where the magic happens. So there's always a risk. Now, you're not here to manage things. You're here to create things. It's all up to you. Us as individuals, as human beings, we're all here to create our future. We can all create our future. We're not here to manage things and manage this or manage that. We're the ones that create our, our, our reality. We create it. Now, does a lot of it have to do with our external environment? Sure. And does a lot of it have to do with our internal environment inside of our heart? Yes. The majority of the time, you want to focus on changing internal, not external. And you want to focus on creating the things that you want internally. And that will change the external. So with your focus, your focus equals... Like I said, feeling. But also, your focus equals reality to the individual. And a lot of times, people tend to focus on what's missing. And you can't sustain happiness when you do that. You just can't. If you always focus on what's missing in your life, how will you ever move forward? Instead of focusing on what you do want, and instead of focusing on what's missing... Focus on what it is that you want to achieve. What do you want in your life? Because whatever is missing in your life, just focus on how you're going to get that. And if you want what's missing, just focus on that thing. Focus on what you want instead of actually what's missing. Again, if we just focus on those negative things of what's missing and we implant that seed into our brain and mind, it's going to stick and we're going to have more of a hard time pushing forward. And like I said, when you focus on what's missing, you can't sustain happiness when you do this. You can't build on failure. And failure is good. So you want to focus on what you can control. Focus on what you have. So language. Language equals meaning. The words you attach to your experience becomes your experience. Super, super powerful. Actually, right as I'm making this... Podcast right now, this episode, I just spoke on. um, I just launched a video and spoke on this type of thing these words and how they and how their power the words you use are power and, and they attach to every experience you have. And when it comes to meaning, whatever meaning you attach to things that becomes your identity. So the meaning that you attach to things become your identity and you live who you believe you are so whatever you have your identity attached to you live whatever words you speak it changes your biochemistry so what you want to do is i'm actually going to mention a couple other things about these these three these three meanings of molder okay so with these three meaning of molders, these three things, these create the meaning that determine the way you experience your life. Okay, I'll say that again. That these three molders of meaning creates the meaning that determine the way you experience your life. So with these three things, any emotions you're feeling or problems you're having, change these three things. Change your physiology, focus, language, and meaning. You change these three things, everything changes. And actually, better yet, I'll, I'll, I'll go one step further. If you just change one of those things, then everything can change. You don't even have to change all three, because if you change one of these things... Every The other two are going to fall right in line, you know, with, with the right coaching, of course. But these three things are very powerful. And anytime you're going through any, any problem in your life, focus on uh, the, these three things, changing one of these three things or all of these. Because it's huge and it'll help you big time. Now, to use these skills and follow through, you need two things. So as I said, your identity shapes your choices. And to use these skills and follow through, you need two things. Number one, you need to create a compelling future. A reason to use your skills. You need exciting goals that will inspire you. Always set goals for yourself every single day and always have a journal. Write things down on a piece of paper because writing things down on a piece of paper or notepad is the best way to wake up every day and capture, you know, your, your thoughts that are going on in your head and your ideas. Write them down on paper, you know, and then and then you can embrace it, process it. And if you need to reconceptualize it, really, really important to write Write these goals down. Always have goals. Always set goals each and every day. And the second thing is your identity shapes your choices. As I just said, we don't do what we can. We do what we believe we are. So just remember, you, you must focus in your own future. You, or I'm sorry, you must participate in your own future. Because your, your psychological and emotional factors play a role. Huge. They will always play a role. Because whatever you identify with, you become. So if you follow these three molders of meaning, which is the triad, and, and focus on whenever you're having a problem or you're going through depression or whatever it is, you know, changing one or three of these things will make all the difference. And it'll, it'll most of the time, these three things will change the problem. And if you're going through an identity crisis right now, these three things are one of the biggest things that you must focus on. Changing these three things. And if you do these, if you change these three things, then you're going to progress. And you're going to find your true identity because like I said right now is if you're struggling it's who you become it's not who you really are you change one of these things or three of these three molders of meaning then you will find your identity again those three things it creates the meaning that determine the way you experience your life now what I want to mention one thing on emotions just remember, emotions do not come to you. They don't come to any of us. We go to them. <laughs> we go to the emotions. So it's, it's crazy, right? I'm not sure if you probably ever heard that before, but emotions do not come to us. We go to them. And a lot of it is influenced by our external environment and events that happen in our lives. But it's our internal environment inside of our hearts, our mind and our brain connected is how we control our our emotions. We always have control of our emotions. Always. And remember that emotional state emotional states are linked to physiological patterns in the body. That's why one of the three molders of meaning, the physiology, is so important to make a radical shift. In your physiology. Because it shocks the nervous system. And it and it improves your mental focus and language. When you move your body. So, so, so important. <laughs> and what you can do is identify the emotional state right now. And compare that to the other emotional states in your life. And remember, it's easy to go from one emotional state... To another, it's almost like a crazy eight. I don't know if you ever heard of that. It's a crazy eight where you go from sadness to anger. A lot of people do that. It's a very common pattern. That's why I tell people, and it's a very common pattern with people who suffer from depression, going back and forth between anger and 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 um, anger and uh, sadness. And I always tell people, some people may not agree with this. You may not agree with this, but but I'm telling you from my experience that if you can go from one emotion to the next and you can change your state and you can change the meaning or change your focus then you are not depressed the only time you may you're you're going to be depressed is if you stay there and you cannot change the state you're in if you can change and go from sadness to anger and to all these other emotions then you're not depressed because depression is usually consists um, it, it does consist of several emotions, but if you can change your state, change your physiology, your mental focus, and language, if you can change all of those things into a positive language and meaning, positive focus, and positive physiology, all, all in a more empowering way instead of the way you've been doing it, then that's, that's going to, if you can do that with the right coaching. Then, of course, if you can shift your emotional states, then you are not depressed. You're just stuck. You're just stuck in an unconscious pattern. That's all this happening. And and it's very common because that was me. That was me. I was stuck. And when I worked with somebody and I found out these things that I'm telling you, I understood and it made sense. So that's why I'm telling you these things are very, very important. So, identity. Is so, so important and, you know, pay, pay, pay attention very closely to the things I mentioned and the three molders of meaning because these things will help you find who you are. These things that I mentioned are very, very powerful and if you focus on these each and every day, you will find your true identity of who you really are, what you stand for, what you can contribute to the world, how you can help people, everything, everything. Your identity literally shapes you. It's so, so important. Like I said, this such a special, such a special episode here because, again, this is the one thing I struggled with so much. And I'm just so happy that I can bring this information to you where this will help you to be able to uh, you know to, to get out of depression or whatever other problem that you're having. So I want to give you some examples. Uh, so I, I showed you I showed you the strategies on you know the three molders of or the three molders of meaning, you know, those I showed you you know what you can do uh, to you know to change what you can do to to change things in your identity. Now I'm going to show you, uh, a little bit of the physiology. It, each it, it give you examples of both of them. So for physiology, let's say uh, examples would be shallow breathing. Um, let's say you have a microphone in your hand and you know you're really squeezing the microphone really really hard. You know that that's your that's your you know your physiology. Desk. Your reaction to what you're going through, you know, if you have a microphone in your hand and you're talking to someone in a seminar or whatnot, you squeeze it really hard while while the coach or, you know, is asking you questions. Uh, your head down. Your head down is very common with people who suffer from depression, uh, tapping, tapping the microphone constantly if you have that in your hand. Okay. So those are some examples of physiology, mental focus. Examples are lack of happiness, uh, not able to stop crying, not being able to put the past behind you, uh, let's say a lack of trust in men or women, you know, if if you're a woman or a man listening to this, it could be a lack of trust in men or women, okay, you could that, so those are a couple examples of what, you know, you could be focusing on. And the language, language and meaning, an example would be, I am so pathetic, I don't want to live my life like this anymore. I don't want to live my life like this, and I don't want to live this way. Okay? Very simple example. And the language that we use there, these words, notice that statement I just said is so powerful. It's very, very, very disempowering and negative but it's so powerful that that statement has a huge meaning behind it huge meaning and you can absolutely change that meaning so one of the one of the weirdest things actually with human beings is that is that it is how we get so used to limited options without questioning them isn't that crazy? We it, we get so used to limited options in our lives whenever we're going through something, and we don't even bother to sit down and think about it and actually question them. And I can tell you, I can tell you first off, firsthand here that you know, a lot of us, you you may not do it particularly, but a lot of us don't ask questions. We don't, you know, and that's part of uh, the course that I'm actually making, our uh, renewing of the mind. Uh, the five steps I have of renewing of the mind is is teaching you ma- mind management skills and how you can actually use the mind. There's a process to it. There there's a way to use your mind, you know. And, and a lot of us, we do. We get used to limited options without questioning them. And when you learn how to use the mind the proper way, you know, you are you learn how to actually question. But but. To give you a little brief example, instead of you know going through the actual course, which would uh, would be uh, awesome to look at if if, um, if you're interested, uh, I haven't launched it yet, but I will keep you updated on that. And one of the biggest things is anytime you're going through something and you feel like it's 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 you're very limited, ask always ask yourself questions in any problem that you're having in your life. Anything that you're going through. Ask yourself questions. Because questions determine what you focus on. Always. So another thing is, if you're like 99% of the people, there are emotions important to you that you don't allow yourself to feel on a regular basis. Now, that's a problem because your emotions are your life. I've said this before, emotions are life. You know, meaning equals emotion. Emotions equal life. Emotions drive us. They drive everything that we do. And all of this is connected to identity. Now, remember, too, I want to mention one more thing here. With identity, so I I want I want you to, I want to leave you with this, so so you know, so if you're going through an identity crisis, and I'm sure you have fear, you're fearful of things. So one of the two primary fears that every human being has, that that we go through, is number one, if we fail at doing something, we won't be enough, so we feel like we won't we won't be enough. And number two is, we won't be loved. So whenever someone fails to take action in their life, it is because of these two primary fears. So if you have one of these fears or both of these fears, just remember that you are enough. And if you do fail at something, remember that failure is part of it. Because that's what helps you grow. And if you fail, change it. Change what you're doing to something else. If that doesn't work, change it. Keep changing it until it works. That's what I had to do in my situation. So keep changing it until it works. And of course, that second one is, is that one's really big for a lot of people, is that we won't be loved. Because we, we all want to be loved. And love is so strong. It's one of the most powerful things that God has given us to, it, on this earth. You know, in, in our lifetime, God has provided us with love and there are there's a lot of people that do not get love and they don't get the support that they need and it really affects them in their life. But I want you to know that whatever it is that you do, whatever is holding you back, if you're fearful, and you're going through this identity crisis, just know that you are loved. if If you can't find love from the people that you want it, I want you to know that you can always find love from other people that know what you're going through and that know and support you. For example, me. Okay? I know what you're going through. And you will be loved. I love you. I don't even know you. And I'm saying that I love you. I do because I've been in this position before. And if you're struggling through this, I get you. I get you 100%. I feel for you. And I love you. And I want you to know that you're not alone. You are not alone. You know, One of the biggest reasons why I make these, why I have a podcast, and why I share the messages I do is because I care. I'm someone who cares so deeply. And I want people to be able to change and know that they can change. And I want you to know that you can change. You will be loved. You will have support. And if you want my support, please get a hold of me. And if, you, if, and if you want to feel surrounded by the love, please get a hold of me. I, I, am, I am telling you flat out right now that I support you, and I love you, and I know you can do this. I did it. And, and if you focus on these things that I mentioned in this podcast here, in this episode today, then you will... Find your true identity of who you really are. Remember, what's going on now with you is who you have become. It's not who you really are. When you find who you really are, which I know you will, you are going to be so powerful, unstoppable. And you will be able to help people do the same thing and help them understanding the things that you went through. You'll be able to help them. You'll be able to contribute and help people. But you got this. And you are awesome. That's it for today's episode. If you have any questions, please comment. Please send me a message. Um, I'm, I'm always here and I'll respond. If I don't respond right away, I'll respond within 24 hours. And yeah, if you have any questions, let me know. This is the Lemansky Show. My name is Brad. I love you. God bless you.